Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, and my passion is creating success in people by sharing my experiences in real estate, entrepreneurship, and community involvement. My partner, Heather Warmbrod, and I will be hearing from expert leaders in these spaces and giving you practical advice to help you accelerate your business. So pull up a seat because we are about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Hello, everybody. Today, Heather and I bring to you a very special show because we have one of our own, Miss Sarah Milligan with the Wilson Group Real Estate Services here to talk about marketing your listings to move. Sarah has been in the business 15 years. A little bit more, but yes. A little bit more than 15 years. Uh And she, like Heather, is just a master marketer and um, has some great systems and great ideas. And the girl can move some listings. Absolutely. Christy. Continually one of our top producers at the Wilson Group. And I'm so grateful that you are one of us. Thank you. So welcome today. Thank you. I am so glad to be here. And you look so pretty and springy. Well, thanks. You look great. So I wish we were videoing it, but (laughs) I don't. So (laughs) So we'll just talk it through. So Sarah, give us just a little bit about yourself and then we'll just jump right into the meat of it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I started in real estate in 2007 and um, I grew up in a real estate family a lot like you did. My mother was a realtor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And growing up in that house, I said I would never sell real estate. Um, Whoever would want to work that hard and who would want to be on the phone that much. But um, spring forward some years, um, and after being a teacher in Nashville and then staying home with my kids for a little bit, wanting to get back into the workforce, I sort of reevaluated and decided that um, my love for all things real estate would be worth me pursuing. So um, I have loved what I do, and I've loved being at the Wilson Group. So I really do enjoy helping sellers and buyers um, find where they want to live. Well, and I have to brag on Sarah a little bit on this too. So when I reach out to our buyers and sellers to review the agent that mm-hmm. they worked with, the Wilson Group agent, Sarah's reviews always come back stellar with oh, your patience, you. your kindness, your professionalism and your knowledge, and you make the the experience fun. So that's always a, I love getting those the reviews on our agents. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, of course. So tell us about how you... Do you have a system? I mean, is it a set system you use for all of your listings? Some ways, yes. I'm a big uh, fan of checklists and systems. So I do have systems in place when I um, get a listing. But at the same time, I feel like listings are a little bit like children. They're all a little unique and a little bit different. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I love that. That is awesome. (laughs) It's really important. um, And maybe some of that goes into who the person is that's selling as well. So I'm always kind of trying to figure out with that particular property, with the particular seller, what's going to be the best method of getting it sold for them, what process it's going to be. But in general, the process looks similar. And I do have a system and a checklist that I go off of when I'm getting, when I have a new listing. Gotcha. So what's the first thing you do? The first thing I do is to go to the numbers and the market. So I kind of call it doing my homework. So I am going to kind of do a deep dive on that property and look at um, the competition in the market. I'm going to look at all the numbers, especially with where we are in the market. The 
the change we've had over the last year, it's really important to still price the property, um, you know, really in that sweet spot. Um, And then to also be able to communicate that to the seller. Because I can have an idea about what the price needs to be, but in general, most sellers have an idea of where they want the price to be. So for me, the more homework that that I do, the more numbers that I have, the more that I can present to them, um, the better they are able to price the property Mm -hmm. where it needs to be in our market. Mm -hmm. Um, So that whole homework part, I think is really important. I'll call other agents. I'll, you know, really try to figure out, I think recently, Another thing I've added is if there's new construction going on in the area, it's really important to check in with the builders um, because they have changed a lot over Mm -hmm. the last um, several months and they have responded to the market that we're in as well. And so you don't necessarily know what the latest is going on with the new construction. Mm -hmm. So whatever homework I need to do, I always start there. Yeah, that's smart. I think there is so much value in calling the other agents that have listings in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. or the development and just getting a finger on the pulse of what's happening with their listings. Absolutely. Especially as we're transitioning back into more a 2019 feeling market Mm -hmm. where things are sitting on the market for more than a few hours, Mm -hmm. you know, weeks or sometimes a couple of months. I know. I think I always learn things by calling the other agents. Mm -hmm. And in general, I've learned that realtors love to talk and they love to talk about their listings. So even if they've already sold it or if it's just under contract, for the most part, agents are happy to share the information that they know. And I think as an agent, I always learn something. Right, right. And there's nothing better too if you're about to list something and you call somebody and they say, oh, ours was multiple offer, call this agent. They may have somebody who would Mm. be interested in that property too. Yeah. Yeah. And real estate, I know y'all heard me say this a million times, is one of those awesome businesses where your competition is also your colleague on any given day. Yes. You know, how we have to work together, how we don't have to work together. We get to work together. Yeah. 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 So after you do your homework, so I'm your seller, I'm like, Sarah, you're nailing it on price. What's next? (laughs) All right. So once we have kind of, you know, how we're going to price it, what that market looks like, potentially, you know, what we can expect as far as days on market, then that's really where you dive into prepping the house for the actual market. Mm -hmm. And this is a really important step for me. And uh, I always think, you know, you have one chance to make a first impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so that means a lot of different things. But for me, um, I always use a professional stager slash designer to mm-hmm. help prep a property. Even if I walk into a property, there are properties I walk into that I would describe as 95% ready for the market on the day I see them. Mm-hmm. You know, the person who lives there is almost a decorator themselves. It looks really great, but it still, I've learned it's still helpful to have a second set of eyes walk through the property, do a consult. Um, there's always a piece of furniture that needs to be moved, something that needs to be packed. Um, and that second person coming in, not myself, I think it's really helpful for it to be an, an outside person because I'm not the one saying you need to wipe your baseboards and mm-hmm. dust yeah. your fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I can kind of focus on being the professional mm-hmm. with the price and the homework. And then I also have that same person come back the day we do photos and fold all the towels as they should, make sure the beds are done up, you know, all the little things that are going to have it ready for the photographer. And then I 
another piece of that is we have so many resources now with marketing and with photography. There are so many different options. You have the service of going in and doing a floor plan. They can do a video walkthrough. You can do a Matterport. You can do drone shots. So again, kind of thinking about that individual property. What is the most likely market? Who is going to be buying it? What are they going to respond to? Um, I feel like there's just a whole group of options that I have to pick from um, in order to you know have the best marketing out there for the property. Mm-hmm. I just want to say I love that you bring someone else in to talk about the baseboards <laughs> and maybe th- some things that they need to pack. Because I think as agents, that might be an area that we kind of struggle with a little mm-hmm. bit. I know Christy and I have talked about it. And, you know, Christy says sometimes I have to take my friend hat off and put my realtor hat mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but it needs to be said, right? Because mm-hmm. it's for their benefit and for selling the home. So I love that idea. I think yeah. that's a great idea of bringing someone else in. I do. And I actually just include that with my listing fee. Yeah. Um, it's not an additional cost. I don't typically, I mean, it's still a question to ask if they're okay to have somebody else come in, Mm -hmm. but for the most part, they find it extremely helpful. Yeah. So instead of going room by room and deciding, Hey, is this picture too personal? Do I leave it on a wall? Is this something that needs to be packed or not something that needs to be packed? That outside person can come in and make a list room by room. And instead of having them think about all the things, they can just do the list. Yeah. And they're already thinking about so many things Mm -hmm. because they're getting ready to sell Mm -hmm. and potentially getting ready to buy. Maybe they're moving. Maybe they're moving out of state. Maybe they're going through a divorce. Maybe they're having a child. There's so many other things they need to be thinking about. So if someone can come in and provide that room by room list, I think it just simplifies the whole thing for them. Yeah. Yeah. Now don't give away your person because you won't be able to get them again. (laughs) Right. right. Keep them a secret. (laughs) I was in a meeting this morning talking to someone who wants to do business development around buyers and sellers. And she was asking me some questions on approaches and whatnot. And I said, one thing you have to learn about whether you're a buyer or a seller, you are under so much stress and pressure, Mm -hmm. even if you're one of those people who can handle a lot of stress and pressure, Mm -hmm. because you are dealing with so much money, your largest asset, whether buying or selling And you're putting so much trust and faith into something that you have no control over. Mm -hmm. And it like makes people not themselves. Absolutely. It makes them a little insane. So what you're saying about having someone else come in and as much stress and anxiety that we can take off our clients is so important because I really feel like it's that lack of control and trusting a process that you have no idea how or why to trust it. Absolutely. And I think, I know you're big on this too, but, you know, just having a lot of resources. So if it's an older house and the windows need to be washed, Mm -hmm. you know, connecting a window washer or, you know, some people are yard people Mm -hmm. and have perfect yards. Other people are not. Mm -hmm. And telling them, hey, you just need to clean up your yard a little bit. It's not necessarily going to be helpful for them Mm -hmm. because they're not yard people. So sort of being able to recognize, hey, they need a landscaper. I'm going to just send my guy over here to go ahead and give them a bid for what needs to be done. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes we'll have a cleaner scheduled. Mm-hmm. We all have walked in houses where we know people aren't really clean house people. They mm-hmm. just live in, in the house and enjoy it, but not necessarily care about those details. Can I ask you a question on that? Yeah. Not to interrupt, but let's say you had a house. It's cute as a button. You have someone who can't see dirt, mm-hmm. can't see that it needs paint, and they've smoked in it for 20 years. 
Yeah. How much do you think, and they refuse to let you have it clean because they say it's perfectly clean and that they just painted and they haven't painted in 20 years. Okay. Um, <laughs> My version yes. and your version. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> exactly. How, how do you have that conversation? And when you get pushed back, do you let them know or how do you let them know the price is going to probably be significant mm. less for the small investment that they could make? Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like one strategy that that is helpful is to potentially ask them the question. Hey, if somebody were coming to look at this property, is there anything you think they would notice that they would want to change? And sometimes, you know, or if you stayed in the property, are there some things that you might want to change? And a lot of times they will point out some of the things that are wrong with the property. Um, I also think having that extra person come in mm-hmm. because then they might hear it from me, mm-hmm. but then they might hear it from that other person as well. Yeah. Um, but then there's times when, you know, again, they're just not going to listen. Yeah. And then some people, again, I think, you know, houses, sellers, like children. I mean, sometimes they just have to learn for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, you have to make the decision of, okay, I'm choosing to work with these people Mm -hmm. because I I want to help them sell their house. They really don't see reality. So it might not be a great experience. We might be in this for the long haul, but if that's how they want to play this and they need to learn and experience it themselves, then that's the way we're going to have to do it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's so true. They have to get the feedback. Yeah. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. just, and those folks typically, when you're trying to help them, they get defensive too. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yes, it can happen. Yeah. I mean, and with the cleaning, I mean, it is tricky, but for the most part, if you put it as part of the process, you know, once you have it all ready, you're going to have spent so much time and energy packing up the things, getting it ready. Why don't I just have someone come in, um, you know, the day of photos? And so you won't have to think about the cleaning just to come in and just do a top to bottom and then it'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm. And most sellers find that to be really helpful because mm-hmm. then again, you're taking something off of their plate mm-hmm. when they're during a time when they have so very many things to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's one less thing they have to think about. Yep. I agree. That's I wonderful. Agree. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Christy and I talked about when we talk about smells, I'll always go back to this commercial <laughs> of I think I've gone nose blind. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, I, I'm like, I hope my house doesn't smell because I, I walk know. in it every day and I'm so used to how it Same. smells. But you go in a property and you can tell right away if it's mm-hmm. ever been smoked in. Like, yes. I, right away. Even if it was 10 years ago, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. somebody smoked here yes. or they have a litter box. Yes. Like, those are the things smoke that I feel is like really I can hard. Smell. I mean, yeah. I don't think you can really get rid of smoke. So, a lot of times I'll tell people, you know, that, hey, I know you're a smoker and you're used to that smell. But in general, people who don't smoke react badly or negatively to that smell. Yeah. So you're sort of limiting yourself to a buyer who's also a smoker, which is a small part of the market, which then gets your number to a smaller number. I would say, and I, it would be impossible for me to quantify this completely, but that a house that has a smoker in it may be worth about 10% less. I think so. Than a house yeah. that a non-smoker. I because think, that is so offensive to the majority mm-hmm. of buyers. That smell is so offensive. 
It is. I mean, I would say it's similar to having a super steep slope of a driveway, maybe having a railroad track behind your house. Mm -hmm. I mean, those kind of things, it's a similar thing because it's just a limited market. Mm -hmm. There's Uh a whole lot of people who won't even keep it on their list Mm -hmm. because of the smell. Mm -hmm. So, very true. Yeah. Hi, I'm Harry Allen, co-founder and chief relationship officer of Studio Bank. Studio Bank is passionate about what our members create, and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first-time home buyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often, the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 1761767. So anyway, that's kind of my, um, my, my thing I try to keep in mind as part of the whole process too, is I do try to pay attention to all of those details. Mm-hmm. The smells are one of those details. Um, pet smells, that's one that people react to as yeah. well. So, you know, the cleaning, the windows, the dirty air filters, the front door, super important to Mm -hmm. have it ready to go, including a a lock and a a doorknob that looks good. You know, again, that first impression. Mm -hmm. Clean front porch, clean light fixtures. Yes. Details are important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So on photos, you mentioned Matterport, drones, all that. Mm-hmm. Do you use the Matterport? Um, I'm not a huge fan of Matterport myself yeah. because personally it doesn't speak to me. It right. just looks like a whole, like a floor plan is much more helpful Same. for yeah. my brain. Yes. Yeah. And that's um, why I was curious. I was like, do you like it? Cause I don't, yes, it doesn't know. I feel right like word. I'm spinning this object to- around on my computer <laughs> and I'm still trying to find yeah, where is the dish. Me too. I'm just like, <laughs> yes. it just looks like a blob. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I would say, I mean, every once in a while, I'll have a particular client who's very techie. And, you know, I kind of sense they're going to want all of those things because they want to them, it does speak to them. So I'm happy to spend the extra yeah. to have the Matterport because there are people that it yeah. speaks to. Yeah. yeah or absolutely. if it's, you know, a challenging kind of a, of a layout. Um, but recently, uh, there is new technology where they can do a video walkthrough of a property and create a floor plan for you based on that. Brian and, Meeker's doing that right yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's super helpful. Mm-hmm. He's adding, we love Brian Meeker, Next Door Photos, Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> he is the local owner. He is amazing. If you've not heard of him, okay, yes. go ahead. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, it's it's a great tool. Yes. yes. You know, it's a great it tool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think all of that. I mean, it's similar to, you know, having the right contractors and the right people to help you. I mean, having those resources for whatever it's going to take in order to market the property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I recently have done reels. I started last fall with my um, my daughter had Good to help you. me. I stumbled through the first. I think it took me like an hour to do the reel. And she was like, oh my gosh, mom. I was like, okay, well, I have these clips and I've got to get them put together, mm-hmm. right? I don't know how. Help me. So, but now I think I kind of sort them down to like maybe 20 minutes for a reel. Oh, good for you. <laughs> good, good for you. For, yeah, yeah, it's yes. picked up traction. Yay. And I think that's just being aware of what's going on in the market and how mm-hmm. people are looking at things. And of, 
that's not you know majority of the buyers, but right, right. You know, if I, can I just, think I saw that Brian Meeker is now offering that, yeah. for a fee with yeah. a listing that he's he'll making create a reel. a reel for you. Oh, even better. Yeah, yeah, because that's an hour I will never get back from my life <laughs> yeah. if I try to put together a reel. <laughs> yeah. I look at it like, all right, I get it. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm with you on that one, Christy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay, so your sellers have bought in, um, ready to go. What happens? You've done all these great things and it mm-hmm. sits. Yeah, which happens yeah. right mm-hmm. now in our market. And I feel like that's the challenging part. But what I have in my mind, you know, my my goal in general with any seller is to try to get them the most amount of money possible with the least amount of stress and worry. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of in the back of my mind with all the decisions that I make. So once we're you know, settled in, we put it out there on the market and it's just sitting. Um, To me, that's my chance to be proactive. You know, it's that communication um, often um, to say, hey, I'm noticing we're just sitting and they don't really know what to do about it. Yeah. So that's where as a professional, I think as a realtor, I come in and say, okay, well, this is what this means. And these are our options in response to what we're seeing in the market. I usually have the stance of making recommendations to my clients. I feel like it's really important for them to feel like they have choice and control in the process. So sometimes I have sellers who say, you know, I'm okay to wait. I'm okay to wait and I'm just going to stick yeah. with this price. Mm-hmm. Um, even if in the back of my mind, I think, no, you need to do the price right? drop. You need <laughs> yeah. the price drop. But again, I think that's important. And, you know, it's their home. It's their money. And ultimately, I'm making the recommendations that I think are important. And um, it's not that they don't necessarily listen to what I say on some points. It's just that they have specific goals and they have things that they're, you know, wanting to do. But yeah, so being proactive, keeping up with things, um, always getting feedback is really helpful. And then at some point, if something is still sitting, there's just a pivot that needs to be happen mm-hmm. that needs to happen. And so that may mean pulling it off the market altogether. At times it means you're not going to sell the listing. Mm-hmm. And they've reevaluated and have thought, you know, if I'm not going to sell for this price during this time frame, then actually I'm not going to sell now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's always hard as an agent because you've put in the time, money, effort. But if it's what's best... And it's what they need for their life at that time. Then it's it's the best decision mm-hmm. yeah. to just go ahead and pull it. But yeah, some kind of pivot. Maybe you repaint the whole house. Maybe you change some of the condition. Maybe you do a combination of changing condition and price. You know, whatever needs to be done. I think pivot is important, and to be proactive with that with mm-hmm. the sellers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Change out your photos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Add some twilight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the twilight photos. I think I those look so good. I do too. I have a That's listing a coming option. up and it has a really cool backyard. And I was like, I'm going to do some twilight there photos you go. on yes. this one. Yes. Now, do you have your photographer come back out to do yes. twilight or do you? Brian Meeker does Brian it. It's up. just like a little add on. And so mm-hmm. he'll send, you know, someone out or he'll come back out and they'll take it. Mm-hmm. And especially this time of year. I mean, it's. Yeah. It just kind of sets the mood for a backyard barbecue. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. and if you listed something, let's say December, January, February, that's still on the market and your photos are winter photos, the next couple of weeks when all the trees are out yeah. in full bloom. Get some new photos. Get some new photos and yeah. update that. Nothing says tired than snow or a <laughs> rainy day and you're looking at it in May. You yeah, know, it's true. like, oh, we need a refresh. Or the Christmas yes. tree. Up. Or the Christmas tree. Oh, okay, gosh. so question I okay. have to ask. Would you photograph a listing? 
you know, let's just say they want to move by New Year and they're one of these families, they put their Christmas tree up right after Thanksgiving. Would you tell them to leave the tree up in the photos or to take it down? I mean, if it's that time of the year, yeah, I think it'd be okay to leave it up. Yeah, I, you just would know we might have to reshoot pictures in January if yeah. we're not sold. Yeah, and yeah. it depends too on how much they love Christmas decorations. Like I went into one house, <laughs> and they had the whole you know Victorian village thing like in the whole house. I mean, there was just so much Christmas; it was impossible to phot- photograph. Yeah, because yeah. there was just That's so hard. much, and it's like. That was the thing is, and they were so proud of it, you know. I'm yeah. Like, okay. We'll probably have to retake these after Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. that's a fine balance too. You want to be professional and tell them the hard things, but some that people just you just sort of have to work around it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know. I do find I have a few little I don't know maybe one liner kind of things that are helpful for people thinking about that, and I always think in general, with staging a house in order to sell it, um, a general rule is if it's smaller than a basketball, Mm -hmm. it's a knickknack and you can go ahead and pack it up. And it's not because it's bad or if it's ugly or anything like that. It's just distracting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I usually just tell people, you know, all those smaller things, so maybe the Christmas villages, they're just going to be distracting and people are not going to see the great, amazing features of your house Mm -hmm. if they're looking at your small little things. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're giving them something to compare it to. To go, okay, this is smaller. It needs to go. I really like that. I'm making a little note of that. If it's smaller than basketball. (laughs) Pack it up. Yes, yes. Pack it on. Up. Pack it up. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, I think in order to create value, something that's important for people to think about when getting a house ready is your value comes from your square footage mm-hmm. and the amount of space you have. So if you can see your space and you can see the square footage and people can see that, that in a buyer's mind, that creates value. Yeah. So some of the packing up, again, it's not because it's bad or ugly or anything like that. Some of it's because you're really wanting buyers to see value mm-hmm. and see all the space that they do have. Right. And, you know, if you explain things that way, then a seller thinks, oh, yeah, I want as much square footage and as much value as I can yeah. possibly get. Mm-hmm. I love that because it sounds like you're trying to get them in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're the trusted professional. Yeah. They're hiring you because you're bringing that value to help them get more money. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's always the goal. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's important for them to realize that that's, that's the goal is to get them as much, you know, and I'll even sometimes say, you know, you've lived in this house. I hope it's been a great home for you. You're taking the stuff that's in it, but the only thing you're taking from this house besides your memories is the money you get out of it. So it's really important for us to do steps to ensure that you get the most money out of this that you can, because that's all you really take with you from from the time you've had here. Mm -hmm. That's true. So do you have conversations with, are, are you in a breakfast club? I am you, in a breakfast club. Yeah. And so do you guys talk about things like that in your breakfast club about how you finagle your conversations <laughs> or is that your, your secret sauce uh, that you don't share except for on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> and with I, the Wilson Group agent. Yes, yeah. yes. I would say, I mean, with the breakfast club, um, I feel like we tend to focus on some other or maybe bigger issues, you know, maybe even some political things that are going on with real estate mm-hmm. or a um, Maybe specifically, if we're in a house that's not been selling, you know, we'll mm-hmm. give each other hints and things mm-hmm. like that. Feedback and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Very good. Yeah. So what's your favorite part of the business? 
Oh gosh, there's so many, so, so many things. I feel like one of my very favorite parts is getting to be really close with my clients and walk them through that process. Hopefully it's been a good process for them. I feel really fortunate in that a lot of the times at the end of it, my clients are really happy. And to get to be part of getting them into the house or selling the house and they're really happy at the end of it. And to know that I had a chance to be part of that and to use all of the experience and all of the things that I've learned along the way to share that with them so that they've had a good experience. I think we all know it's a really complicated process. Mm-hmm. And most people walk through it a handful of times in a lifetime, some more than others. But for us who do it day in and day out, um, just being able to have the knowledge that we do and just being able to share that and help people walk through is just my very fave. Yeah. yeah. And being empathetic with the seller mm-hmm. of the stress mm-hmm. of selling and being empathetic with your buyer while still sharing your experiences and your knowledge and navigating them to closing. Yes. You know, just that feeling of, man, I, I understand what you're going through yeah. and I understand your walk. So if we can get get to the end. It'll yeah. be worth it. Yeah. Yes. 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 yeah. Yes. And I feel like I've known you long enough to where I can say this and not because I'm a former teacher myself because I don't think I taught nearly as long as you did. But I think teachers make the best realtors. Mm. I truly do yeah. because I think you're able to explain things, meet people where mm. they are, kind of really look at the full picture and then make adjustments on your end to kind of make it happen for them. So yeah. well, I've seen think, you do that time and time again. Yeah. And thanks. I think you nailed it at the beginning when you said that listings are like children. Yeah. They're all <laughs> unique. So they are. You've got yeah. children that are all very yes, unique and yes. special and little snowflakes. Yes. Can't treat so. them the same. <laughs> right on. <laughs> yes, I do remember there are years where you're kind of like, wow, I'm really ready for this year to be wrapped up and some yeah. of these kids to be moving on. That's right. Yeah, I feel so in real estate some <laughs> yes. years. Like, yeah. you know yes. what? I'm ready to get this in the rear view mirror. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, well, Sarah, Super you true. are so kind and generous to share your time with us yes. today. Absolutely. And I've actually made some notes no. for myself. I'm like, well, that's a good one. <laughs> I'd like to shadow you one day on a listing presentation. Absolutely. Um, I remember a few years ago, you taught one of our professional developments oh, yeah. when we did role play on listings. And I was like, oh, that was great. I mean, you're so, you're so good. Oh, yeah. Thank I mean, you, Christine. Clearly, your, your success shows how good you are. So um, Heather well, and I are very that. grateful yes. for you um, coming on today. Yes, I've enjoyed it. Thank good. you so much good. for having me. And I think many brokers in town will listen to this podcast and share it with their agents. Absolutely. So, And speaking of share, if you guys have any topic or subject that you would like Heather and I to cover, email us, podcast at com, and we will cover it on our show. Hope yeah. everyone has a great day and we'll catch you next time. Bye guys. Call ATA, CPA, and advisors to help you with all of your accounting needs. ATA can help you amplify your business with tax planning, client accounting services, advisory, and assurance services. Contact partner David Hart and the ATA team today at 615-662-2727 or visit atacpa.net to get started. Hey, if you're loving the show, go find that little follow button on your podcast app. This will ensure you won't miss a single episode. Until next time.
show is edited by Elizabeth Evans Media. 